Now that Pride month is over, the conversation surrounding LGBTQ+ inclusion may fizzle out. But for companies, inclusivity and diversity will continue to be a major factor to take into consideration in the long run. Hi, this is Amrita. Welcome to Business Line Podcasts. I am joined by Deepthi Verma, the Vice President of People and Experience Technology at Amazon Stores India and Emerging Markets. She shares her insights into workplace inclusion, company policies and sensitivity practices for LGBTQ+ employees. So Deepthi, uh, I would like to know more about your insights into how companies in India uh, can implement practices and policies which are inclusive to the lgbtq plus community especially given post section 377's decriminalization yeah so amrita before i answer that question i would firstly like to you know tell you as to what we at amazon feel is diversity and i think it's very important for us to just dwell on that because uh when before i joined amazon i felt diversity is all about gender um but after i joined amazon there was so much of uh, learning that i had that i realized that it is not just you know about gender it is not limited to uh, gender but it is also race ethnicity gender sexual orientation age social class physical ability region language veteran status among many other and the most important one is what perspective does the person bring it has to be a very diverse perspective person maybe with a very different skill set diverse thought process we need to welcome all and create a culture which is like inclusive supportive and conducive for people to work so that is what we feel uh, it is important and when i say people people with different sexual orientation specifically to lgbtqia+ community i must tell you that you know there is so much to be done because i feel that lot of times there is lack of awareness even if there is awareness then you know people don't know how to communicate or what are the things to be done and then even if that is done you know the organization needs to work really uh, just not just walk just not just speak about it they really need to implement things and put in policies processes including infrastructure that support uh, lgbtqia uh, plus community and i'll i'll tell you it, we started with very baby steps of saying okay let's start with general neutral bathrooms and so on and so forth but those were very basic hygiene things we said that we will go ahead we will first do same same gender partner coverage program at amazon and uh, we were one of the pioneers in the industry to do same gender partner coverage then we went ahead and we said we will also go and opt for gender reassignment surgery and infertility treatment under medical insurance program for everyone and uh, just going in for that policy is not enough what we did was that when a person was going through the surgery we actually had a meeting with all the people in in that team in that business and we educated those people and brought awareness as to how do you uh, you know communicate with this person how do you create an inclusive uh, you know environment for this person that the person feels you know welcomed the person feels that this is a conducive environment the person can work with and that is when we actually launched something as glamazon which is in uh, lgbtqia plus uh, affinity group very safe space for employees to share their experiences 
offer support, organize events, even have healthy discussions so that you know we build the awareness around it. One other thing that we realized was that while we were doing all this, it was also equally important for us to educate our senior leadership about what does it mean to have you know inclusive leadership. So we, you know, first did something called as a human library where we said that all the people who belong to this community, whoever is comfortable, will come and share their stories with with the senior leaders. And senior leaders, instead of you know trying to react or trying to you know um, uh, give suggestion, they will just sit and listen. That's the concept of the human library, and that will bring in a lot of awareness. In fact, I myself, you know, had so much of learning. I had this person who came and shared this story with me, where the person was going through this gender uh, uh, reassignment surgery and. When the person had had fallen ill and went to the hospital, the pan card was that of a man, and the person was in process of being changed to a woman, and they were saying, "No, the pan card doesn't match." So sometimes we are not even aware about the challenges this the community face, and we are just assuming that you know doing some of the lip service would help us. That you need to go a lot deeper to really make a change, and you need to be really bought into it, and then that. After we did human library, we realized that we need to do an exclusive session for all our senior leaders to get them trained and build awareness. And we did, you know, we actually tied up with one of the uh, leading external firms to come and educate the leadership team about um, how, what kind of a behavior we expect out of them, awareness about the LGBTQIA plus community, and then some of the policies processes that we are going ahead and and implementing. So. These are some baby steps. I know we have a long way to go. There is so much uh, to learn about, and uh, but I feel that we've started with some humble beginnings. So something that you were mentioning, gender reassignment surgery, and along those lines, um, in the workplace, uh, what sort of uh, strategies can companies these days implement to make sure that they follow a gender neutral policy when it comes to addressing their colleagues? Very right. You know, I think um, I'll be honest that sometimes uh, people are not very uh, people are not very aware about things, and they will speak about things which are not 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 even thinking about. Are we addressing the person right? Are we saying the right things? Like when I was uh, starting my career, or I was in different companies, I used to feel very irritated about the fact that someone would tell me she's a women leader. I'm just a leader. Don't call me women leader. I would get very, uh, you know, sitting in a group if someone would say, guys, bye, bye guys, folks. Uh, similarly, you know, uh, I wasn't even educated about the fact that you there is he and her, he and his and she and her, and then they and them. You need to understand that to speak about it. So what we did was we actually did a role play and we got some of our senior leaders together to tell them about what is the right way in which you should use the right language, including saying that, I know you want to ask about people's family, but you cannot say, what about your husband or your wife? You should say, what about your partner? And let the person decide what the person needs to say. And so we started coming up with saying some of the terms that are banned. We will not kind of use those terms. 
and we have to be sensitive to people to use the right terms. And we also have a way in which people actually don't feel offended and they 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 come forward and say that, okay, this I'm offering you and help and I'm saying this does not sound as an inclusive term. Would you want to change this? And then they give suggestions of also about what can be done differently to, you know, use some of those terms. Like, for example, all hands. Maybe people from the PWD community don't feel good about all hands. So a lot of time we are not even sensitive or aware about the right terminology. And I think the organizations need to go deeper than just, uh, you know, using, saying that, okay, we, we are we are kind of, building the awareness you need to really go deeper to understand what is the language being used and then making sure that the right appropriate terminology is being educated and people are using that yeah got it um so another thing i wanted to ask uh, apart from what you have mentioned already um i think uh, from the conversations i've had before with say companies or the people that have Live, the, live these experiences is that uh, they would like beyond anything beyond policies uh, acceptance in the workplace so how important is it especially in today's scenario uh, for uh, not only sensitization programs but also integration programs that can help um, not only the uh, people from the community integrate into the organization and feel comfortable in their workplace, but also for the allies to gain uh, insight and break stigma and gain understanding into uh, how the, uh, you know, like the nuances of the LGBTQ plus community. Absolutely. Very, very pertinent question. And uh, as we speak, we are celebrating a Proud to be Me campaign that actually aims to celebrate and recognizes LGBTQIA plus community at Amazon. And basically what we are doing is that people with diverse backgrounds and cohorts, uh, you know, should feel proud to be an Amazonian and should, you know, feel that they have they have a place where they feel safe, they feel authentic, and they are bringing their authentic self to, to, to the organization. And this is not just for the community. There are allies who are, are coming here. And what we are trying to do is we are bringing forth some unique stories from, from the community and asking people to hear these stories as we speak. If you go th through my LinkedIn, I have posted some of those stories. And it was so uh, humbling for me to see that one of the people who have shared uh, the story actually said that when they joined Amazon, they felt they would be with Amazon only for a year, but it's been seven years. This person is a, a senior person in our organization and said that I actually, when I decided that I want to speak about myself and bring my authentic self, I actually talked to my manager and first used Amazon internal, you know, uh, page to speak about my authentic self. And people were very welcoming. People were very, um, created a very safe environment for the person to come up. And actually what happened was with that person coming up and speaking, there were a lot more who got confidence to go and speak uh, to their families, to the people that they wanted to speak up. And we actually said that we'll also give EAP support, employee assistant program support, where if you are going through this journey and speaking to your family and the family is not supportive, we will give you emotional support. You can 
talk to the uh, employee assistant program people who will give you support during this challenging time. So uh, you're right that it is not just about the community, but it is building awareness and helping people to bring their authentic self uh, in such a way that, you know, we create an environment that they don't fear just speaking up and bringing their authentic self. And uh, I'm happy that there are many such stories today at Amazon, but uh, I would want to continue to learn and would want to continue to create an environment uh, that people are feeling comfortable to, you know, speak up. Uh, Saditi, another thing that I wanted to cover um, as a broader question, uh, what sort of initiatives, policies and strategies can companies deploy um, in order to uh, properly like build up their DE and I initiatives and uh, make sure that um, enough importance is being given to not only people from the LGBTQ plus community, uh, be it women or PWD, uh, when minorities um, need certain special policies or certain uh, policies that need to be maybe even new policies that need to be created. Um, what is the first step that companies can take so that it's achieved. What you're saying is basically creating a level playing field for, for people to operate. And equity is not equality. Equity is that, you know, basically if if you are creating a level playing field for a person, then then you are really creating policies and processes which would, would which would make sense. And I think the first step uh, towards that is to really, I think, uh, listen to the feedback that people are giving. There are things you would you would have in control, which you would be able to do. There are things you will not be able to do, but you should at least build awareness, talk to the community. And I think most organization needs to start from there and understand what are some of the things that are absolutely essential and uh, we cannot compromise on those things. I'll give you an example, and since you've talked about gender also. There was, uh, you know, when we are working women and we need to travel, there was this lady who came to me, came to one of the business leaders and basically said that every time I have to do an international trip, I have to take care of so many things, kids food, dog food, uh, you know, household things, so and so. You be, the men may not need to do all that. And then they say that you have meetings throughout the day and then you're asking us to now jump into something else. The leader suddenly understood and said, you know, every time you're traveling one day before that, please take leave and concentrate on your household so that you are able to take uh, take care of that. And it was it is not that you had to put a big policy there, but it is building awareness and acting on some of the feedback that has been given, uh, coming. And sometimes it is as simple as, you know, being empathetic, being uh, trying to understand what the need is and then trying to cover up for those. So I think uh, first step towards anything, whether you're building infrastructure or policy is to genuinely listen, uh, respect, and uh, and then do action uh, and put those policies together. As we speak, we have many policies which are which are there, which like, uh, for example, uh, we many people just give maternity policy. We give maternity paternity for both you know, adopted uh, children as well as for um, birth uh, uh, birth parents. And we felt that it is equally important for us to look at both, you know, of those policies. And it wouldn't have been possible if we wouldn't have kept our ears and eyes open, heard some of the feedback and acted upon those feedback. Yeah, got it. 
So another thing that I wanted to touch upon uh, was the fact that uh, especially in June, given that Pride Month is uh, happening right now, um, I've seen that notice that a lot of companies, even though um, they might uh, outwardly like express their uh, support for the LGBTQ plus community, changing their logos to rainbows. Uh, so many corporates have been criticized nowadays for giving to rainbow capitalism and commoditizing the community for their own gains. And and of course, there are those companies who put out pride initiatives, but at the same time have so many uh, positive policies to support their LGBTQ plus uh, employees. So how can a corporate um, ensure the balance to make sure that they are doing something for Pride Month because, of course, it's it's a time for celebration for their employees as well as their customers. Um, and how can they also make sure that um, they aren't in a way giving into what we call pinkwashing or rainbow capitalism? Yeah, absolutely correct. I think, firstly, uh, I agree that, you know, this is a Pride Month, but if you ask me, we need to have year-round investment and ongoing commitment to foster an inclusive culture every day. And uh, while you can bring out stories, more stories, you know, have more concentrated efforts during this month, but it cannot be a lip service. It has to be something which is very deep and it has to be something that people feel that we have really brought about a change. Uh, otherwise, you know, just putting a banner and all without really changing the policies or without, you know, changing the mindset or without creating the right culture uh, does not make sense. Uh, what I feel is that uh, in at this point of time, we need to do both. And the reason that I say we need to do both is that while the organizations are putting in the infrastructure, trying to really bring about the change, it is also required that they should bring about awareness. And sometimes awareness is brought about by, you know, uh, doing more concentrated effort. And if it means that this is the Pride Month and we need to, you know, uh, have more effort during this month, so be it. But it has to be something which which will be a year-round kind of a culture that we build and we need to do that continuously is what my my two cents on it as i said uh, there are many many stories that i can tell you about what has helped us to learn more about you know uh, this community and i i can only tell you this that i don't know about other organizations but we are still learning and it is better to ask questions not to assume and um, when you ask question in fact one of our leadership principle is learn and be curious when you ask question then you learn about the community much more and you will have more respect for the challenges or for the journey that they are going through and you will embrace them with open arms totally agree um so just like one final question um does amazon india have any sort of initiatives programs or policies uh, that are planned or in the works right now to support lgbtq plus employees so the policies that i have talked to you about are the policies that we have uh, already you know put in place and we are certainly uh, adding more as we speak uh, i'm I do feel that one of the thoughts that we have is that if our employee base mirrors what our customer base is, which is like if we are trying to hire people from different communities into Amazon, we will be able to service our customers better. Uh, having said that, 
have we done something very specifically for common uh, people? I think we are still uh, figuring out a lot of things that we need to do internally for our employees. Uh, and we are in process of learning. Once we are able to do that well, I think then we will certainly try to extend things that we could do for the common um, public. But right now, I think since uh, we need to do a lot internally for our employees, we are concentrating our efforts there. Thanks for tuning in. If you like this podcast, subscribe and share our channel. And don't forget to visit the Hindu Business Line website for more.